I don't even know if it'll last that long, but yeah, we'll try. How's it going, eh? It's going okay. Good, good. Yeah. I'm Welcome. sorry. I would, it would be better, but I just got to work, so. Ah, well. I'm a little wiped. A little wiped. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's pep it up here. Hey, everybody, <laughs> it's, just called, it's just called Two Brothers. Ooh, right at the beginning. And I am James. I am Marcus. And this is show 57. Wow. It's over a year. I, I almost <laughs> think that there's, that 57 is a thing, you know, because like the 57 <laughs> Chevy, and mm-hmm. I guess that's about it. When we hit, we we will hit triple digits about October, just before Halloween, really, huh? Yeah, I reckon next so. year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next, next year, next Halloween will be the hundredth uh, spectacular, spooktacular. We actually Ooh. literally can do a spooktacular. All right, there. it's a date <laughs> on the calendar. Yeah. Well, this is a, the best alternative Christmas music part two. Yeah, because we're doing we we didn't really do alternative Christmas. We had one alternative, maybe. Well, yeah, that's not true. It was alternative, I guess. We just had yeah. one non-traditional, and then several there. alternative traditional things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a, that was a deal. Yeah, it's not um, alternative music, the genre. Yeah, uh, unusually Christmas. So so uh, yeah, well let's uh, let's let's get started. Oh well. Let's see. Before that, uh, cue the rural report. Oh, rural report time. Okay. <laughs> so a week ago, um, we got two yaks. <laughs> so we are now uh, yak ranchers. Yakety yak. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> ranchers. Are you a rancher if you have two of things? Uh, yeah, ha- uh, a hobby <laughs> rancher. <laughs> okay. Well, we have we have two yaks and seven chickens, uh, three dogs, two cats, and a fish. Hmm. Although fish rancher, that we've done that. It's been okay, done I know, before. I know people in the city who have that menagerie level of of pets so <laughs> the yaks are uh, that's that's an unusual thing and you've got a big field for yeah. them to roam in that's a that's a huge part of being a rancher right absolutely uh we are have they miniature or are they just young they are smaller than than cows uh uh-huh. in general they are quite a bit maybe half the size of cows their yeah. adult size is going to be up you know 400 500 pounds which mm-hmm. is a lot but you know yeah. uh, you know a full full grown uh, steer say could be like 1200 pounds sure so they they are definitely a smaller bovine and a lot of that has to do with being uh evolving in the high country of tibet you know mm-hmm. the, the cold and and the altitude doesn't uh, usually allow for giant beasts mm-hmm. um, except for the yeti right mm-hmm. so uh but they have uh, a wondrous fiber. It's supposed to be if they have, and these have apparently good genetics for for high quality fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, supposed to be as soft or a little softer than merino wool, and uh, oh, excuse me, as warm or a little warmer as merino wool, and as soft as cashmere. Wow! So it's a kind of a a, a prized fiber. I guess so. Um, and it's, no you idea. don't have to shear them. You can just you just brush it out. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a coarse outer uh, outer coat, and then you can brush out the down uh, mm-hmm. underneath. And yeah, they're pretty pretty Which cool. Which is what people make dog sweaters out of, right? The undercoat. 
Um, sometimes, sometimes. They, uh, mm-hmm. they knit, knit, put that, uh, they, they, what do you call it? Spin it into yarn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean dog hair sweaters? Yes. Not dog sweaters. Not made dog out sweaters, of dog hair, hair sweaters. <laughs> okay. Then yes. <laughs> Did I say dog sweaters? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean dog hair. <laughs> so that's pretty fun. We're, uh, we're getting to know them and they're, um, mm-hmm. they're pretty docile and they're supposed to be a little smarter, a little more trainable than, uh, than regular cattle. So nice. people use them as pack animals or, uh, mm-hmm. um, and like I say, they, they, uh, raise them for, oh, they raise them for their meat or their milk or, um, or their fiber. Mm, yak milk. Mm-hmm. Kind of <laughs> So I have a question. Are you going mm-hmm. to learn the anthem of the Royal Canadian Kilted Yaksman? Of course. Between that and um, the shaven yak from <laughs> yes. Rim, uh, Rin Stippy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll be all over that. All right, there'll be clips. Our country reeks of trees. Our yaks are really large and they smell like rotting beef carcasses. And we have to clean up after them. And our saddle sores are the best. We proudly wear women's clothing and searing sandals up our skirts. And the buzzards, they soar overhead and <laughs> There you go. So, okay, back to Christmas. Well, that was, so that was Megan's Christmas present, a pair of yaks. Two yeah. pairs of yaks. No, one pair of yaks. Excellent. Good mm-hmm. job. Well, yeah. well, uh, well menageried. Indeed. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. In a sense. We'll see. As long as you <laughs> yeah. don't let your child be trampled by them. It's fine. No, no. There, there are uh, fences and gates. <laughs> um, so. Go. I- I'm very fond of Said the Whales Christmas EPs. And mm-hmm. they used to do this every year um, for, I don't know, three or four years. Uh, they they released their own original Christmas songs, mm-hmm. you know, two or three at a time. Yeah. Um, as singles? As EPs. Okay. So there would be like a two-track EP one year, and then eventually they, I think they got up to four, and then they collected them all into um, one anthology called, I think, West Coast Christmas, hmm. which might be available on their site. I'll put a link in if so. Okay, so here's a song called Weight of the Season. It's the light that I miss when it's gone. It's the way. There you go. Mm-hmm. They're very, um, sort of very somber and quiet and mellow. Yeah. And uh, they're they're generally in that vein, mm-hmm. although some of them are, are pretty sort of 
up. Yeah, sort of uh, kind of a poignant, nostalgic. Uh, yeah, it's a little feeling to uh, almost gloomy, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know, kind of like as a winter song. Well, and as, uh, yeah, that and also as a uh, a change to, to mix it up between mm-hmm. the the super peppy. Yes, exactly. Which is what I think they thought too. So mm-hmm. um, those are really good. Uh, here's one called the Twenty Four Days of Xmas. A little more peppy, <laughs> yeah. A little more upbeat, okay. A little, a little more uh, vocally, yeah. <laughs> well, if you like said the whale, you'll obviously like mm-hmm. uh, their Christmas stuff. And, yes, uh, yes, very much. It's mm-hmm. all that's of a piece. Uh, they've they've become a little more um, what do you call it? N- new fangled. I don't know how to describe it. They they're sort of they've sort of incorporated um, a bit of uh, electronic uh, slash dance into their sound. Mm-hmm. So they're a little more modern in their indiness <laughs> than they used to be. Uh, so yes, yeah. very very proud of that band for everything they do. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, yeah, that's said the way. Well, we're checking out. Okay, cool. Another one that I always have liked uh, that is in that sort of melancholy vein. You know, a moody sort of gray Christmas morning song mm-hmm. uh, would be Tracy Thorne's Tinsel and Lights. Mm-hmm. And I think this came out, boy, when did this come out? Early 2000s, I want to say. And it's uh, it's really sa- like sad Christmas songs, but <laughs> in a way that um, makes you sort of, you know, the, they're they're sad in the way that makes you want to listen to them. I guess. Sentimental? Uh, I guess mm, I wouldn't say that. It's just, mm. it's like I'm alone on Christmas and I wouldn't say woe is me, but <laughs> but not, you know, pity me. My life is horrible. Uh-huh. It's just, oh, sad Christmas, huh. <laughs> that sort of thing, um, which is fine. There's a lot of those, too. You know, Blue mm. Christmas is one. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, that's a, that's a song people like to listen to. Yeah, and I'll Be Home for Christmas, too. I'll Be Home for Christmas is another one, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's there's a lot of that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's brilliantly done, and the whole album is worth listening to. Here is a track from that. Maybe this Christmas will mean something more Maybe this year love will appear Deeper than ever before And maybe forgiveness will ask us to call Someone we love, someone we've lost For reasons we can't quite recall Christmas Maybe there'll be an open door 
she's got a very sort of, I don't know, I would say dark voice, right? Yeah. Maybe a dark, dark voice. Darker um, voice, sure. And uh, you can really hear the, the, the sort of sadness in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> Without it being a downer, I would say. Yeah, the, I, I yeah agreed. If you're having a quiet time on Christmas, mm-hmm. this is great to do. Yeah, if you're there and it's uh, perhaps it's snowing, mm-hmm. maybe you can have a fire or, or yeah, the, maybe you know near the heat. Maybe. You don't mm-hmm. want it to be. Yeah, um, I'm also a big fan of Sufjan Stevens. He did an album called Songs for Christmas, and I think is it all originals? Boy, I want to say he used to do the same thing um, as said the whale, where he would release a, an EP at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, you know a couple songs here, a couple songs there, but they're not all they're not all originals, just a few. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to the country. It's Christmas. Let's be glad. That's this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, always fun. Oh, there's another one that's something, something Christmas time. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that's a, those are really good. His O Come, O Come Emmanuel is excellent. Hey, why not? Here's a little yeah. clip of that. Right. Nicely done, not as elaborate as a lot of things are. And then, uh, so he, his uh, sort of Songs for Christmas is a huge box set of all this stuff. Hmm. So it's tons of traditional things, uh, several of his own originals in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, He's a great artist, well worth picking that up, I would say. Or streaming, as you can find it. Is he a guitarist or what's his? Oh, he's a multi-instrumentalist. He, um, and does, he, 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 does he do all the parts or is not like a... Mm-hmm. A large band. No, he's, no. He's I the, think he's he the does, guy. He usually does most things himself. Uh, occasionally, mm-hmm. he'll have a guest 
yeah, guest uh, musicians. But I think for the most part, like his other albums, he does he does most of it himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very very impressive. Yeah, uh, singer songwriter. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. Very uh, sort of um, open to the world, right? Sure, pulls no punches, uh, mm-hmm. holds nothing back, lays bare his soul for the world to see. <laughs> So that's well, excellent. those are those are all ones I like. All right. Well, I don't have an album, uh, mm-hmm. even though it's full of, uh, we'll say, traditional and a traditional uh, songs. Straight No Chaser. Many people have now heard of them since they went viral on mm-hmm. YouTube with their uh, Twelve Days of Christmas, uh, which right. is my favorite Twelve Days of Christmas. Maybe. Eh, now I'm going to have to change that. Uh, second only to. Bob and Doug McKenzie's Twelve Days of Christmas, but <laughs> but uh, we've already done that one. I think. Well, was expected to for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Holiday Spirits is uh, is an album by Straight No Chaser, a ten man uh, acapella group. They got together when they were at um, Indiana University, uh, and they they did this Twelve Days of Christmas uh, version and uh, just went viral. And now they've uh, they've released one, two, three, four, five. Uh, seven albums already wow. and uh, been touring around the world. So, yeah, you never know if you're going to go viral. Amazing. And all of a sudden, you you got a career yeah. with nine of your closest friends. Uh, sometimes. So, but they have, uh, I think, three Christmas albums of the six. So since they, yeah. they made it big with a, with a Christmas hit, that, that's their bread and butter for sure. Came to me, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five, five golden rings. Four calling three French hens, turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me You better not cry. You better not. In a pear tree on the ninth, no. on the eighth, oh, right. on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Here we come, the one, the six, the late, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves. Here we come, the boys, and there I'd be decked with bass and partridge in a pear tree. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Eleven pipers piping, ten loads of leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids of milking, seven swans of swimming, six geese of leg, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. On the 12th. So yeah, uh, 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> Did we do Bob Doug McKenzie's 12 Days of Christmas before? Maybe we didn't. Maybe we only talked about the Great so. White North. Yeah. Okay, well, since I since I mentioned it. <laughs> and you, yeah, here's that. Here's a little of that. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French toasts, two turtlenecks and a beer. That should be more there, right? Where? On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of back bacon, three French toasts, two turtlenecks and a beer in a tree. Oh, yeah. Fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden toques, four pounds of back bacon, three French toasts, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the sixth golden Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two for five golden toques, four pounds of back bacon, three French toasts, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, okay. on the seventh. Day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 
seven packs of smoke. Six packs of two for five golden tooks. Four pounds of bag bacon. Three French toast. Two turtle And a beer in a tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very silly. So, <laughs> so and, and that was my um, first understanding of Getty Lee, the, the name behind the bass player and mm-hmm. voice. You know, so I didn't know. It was certainly before I knew him very well. Mm-hmm. Certainly before I knew much about him. Yeah, because that came out in whatever it was, 82, 83, uh, in that mm-hmm. era when I was just, uh, well, both of us, I guess, were just discovering Rush mo- more mm-hmm. me than you. You had already probably had him on your playlist if it was such a thing at the well, time. Well, I latched onto them um, right at 82, I think. Mm-hmm. Right in 82. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the band for me. Yeah. So, um, so. <laughs> 12 Days of Christmas always has a special place in heart. And then third, yeah. probably the, the Muppet version, but we don't have to do that here. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's just a straightforward, though. This is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a, a revamped lyrics. Like the, the Andy Williams thing is uh, the uh, song for the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, bit, that's 12 Days of Christmas, but all different items. Yeah, yeah. So. And a, a slightly different melody, I guess. Mm-hmm. A, a variant melody, anyway. Yeah. So I, I put... Uh, Straight No Chaser on my playlist now. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. But back to less traditional, even though that was an alternative twist on it. Uh, sure. Um, I like the the Blues Traveler uh, Christmas that you put on. Yeah. So Blues Traveler did a song for uh, the tribute or the benefit album, A Very Special Christmas 3. Mm-hmm. All right. So the third version of this, uh, Keith Haring did the cover for it. Uh, I think he did the, the other two as well. It might... Might be the same cover. I'm not really sure. Uh, different colors. Here's a, this song, completely original. Really nice, soft Christmas song. Comes the time for Christmas, and I really have to ask if this is feeling merry. How much longer must it last? I wish a one-horse open sleigh would come carry me away, but I've been waiting here all day. I'm not being reverent, but I was hoping for a miracle to hold me, wash me, save me from a righteous doubt as I watch helpless. And everybody sings, if it's Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, solstice harvest or December 25th, peace on earth to everyone, and abundance to everyone Yeah, I like it. It's a little wordy. <laughs> Typically John Popper thing, but yeah. Yeah, I don't care for a lot of Blues Traveler. I can take him, take mm-hmm. them um, in in very small doses. <laughs> uh, I'm not a huge harmonica fan, especially his harmonica. But really? I think mostly because, it, what's it, what was the, the super popular tune that launched them to super fame? Runaround. 
is the big one. Run around. So mm-hmm. uh, that's it. Yeah, I, I it was so overplayed. I think uh, probably because of the harmonica novelty. I guess uh, hmm. I want to say. Uh, at any rate, um, so that that gets me. I was like, oh no, turn the channel, <laughs> turn the station. But yeah, the, the Christmas was good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I don't. Uh, I haven't got tired of that yet. I haven't, I haven't, I'm not tired of them. That's okay. You don't have to be. I'm not tired. They're one of the bands that. Uh, uh, my cousin and I used to listen to when we were doing our comic book series. Like we played that and other, there are other albums uh, mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. At least one once a day, I would say. Wow. While we were working right. on that. Mm-hmm. That's like when I was in uh, mechanical drawing class and uh, the the teacher's assistant had the, the mixtape <laughs> and he played it every single day. <sighs> I think it's different if it's just a single song followed by other bands' single songs. Yeah, yeah. There's something not. I don't know. I can I can listen to the same album every day for a long time. Uh-huh. But if it's just one song and it's in the mix of a series of other songs, I I don't know. I think I get tired of it faster. Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm not sure. But every single day, yeah, let's see. There was um, uh, was I had the tiger on there. Maybe um, it, Electric oh, Avenue was definitely on there every single day. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And then uh, what's it from Minute Work? Uh, uh, I come from a land down under. Those were, <laughs> yeah. those were two every day in, okay. uh, <laughs> in drawing class. Oh, I can take that every day. Every day. Five days a week for <laughs> a semester. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Except for the times I ditched. What? Oh, oh um, did I say <laughs> that out loud? No. <laughs> Don't let me doubt listen to this episode. Your grade is reduced, mister. <laughs> um, the... Uh, I, uh, in ceramics class, uh, we used to listen to the radio, uh, and they would, of course, be, being, you know, hit rock radio, they would play the same set of songs <laughs> yeah. at some point in the day. So mm-hmm. often we would hear the same, <laughs> the same ones, just not necessarily in the same order. Yeah. The weekly top four. <laughs> <laughs> Pumped up kicks came up, uh, frequently. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so you Fair got enough. another one? What's your, what's your, give me one more. Let's, let's oh, wrap um, it up. Well, okay. So back in, um, let's see, the early 90s, a, a band director friend put us hip to Long Beach City College vocal jazz program, which was huh. spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, we went there and, and saw, actually went and saw their Christmas concert and mm-hmm. they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is one that he did at that concert and on the album that I got, although the clip that... Um, I can't find them online, um, but the clip that I found is very, very close. Um, amazingly, it's one guy doing all the parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey McKnight sings all of these parts. Here's a clip of a piece called Starlight. Just uh, beautiful, and that that guy has quite quite the range. It's funny if you're 
head voice is uh, really sharp. Mm-hmm. It can cut through uh, things like the people singing in head voice or falsetto can can be a little thin. Mm-hmm. It sort of sounds more natural in a way, I guess. If you, yeah, and he's not soloing. Piercing. It's a, um, I want to say, probably eight-part hmm. piece. So when he sings as a choir, then you don't have to be as, you don't have to have a soloistic characteristic and a solo mm-hmm. characteristic um, with each part. So right. the tenor part is probably his his forte, as it were. Um, <laughs> yeah, that has the main well Frenched. Uh, <laughs> the main vocals. Uh, Corey McKnight does something that I think. Um, who else does it? Uh, uh, what's his face? Richard Carpenter does, which is uh, when he's singing a sort of baritone, he opens his throat more, mm-hmm. and it's it's a little more rounder tone. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like more different voices than just him overlaying himself. Right. Again again. Yeah. Yeah. He changes his tone quality is different enough. So you could, you could, if you didn't know, think that it was a men's choir mm-hmm. rather than just him overdubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good so, job though. So well done. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, and I love the piece. It's just beautiful and mm-hmm. very rarely performed. <laughs> right. Well, it's hard to do that all at once. <laughs> you got to keep, uh, got to keep looping yourself and then say, hold on, hold on, hold on everybody. Good one. Uh, <laughs> one. Got me on that. Yeah, very rarely performed by any group anywhere at all. Mm-hmm. You want to wrap Excellent. it up with a... Uh, well done. Oh, I had an argument. Uh, <laughs> had a, oh. Not really an argument. No. Um, but I was I was going to ask you, because I've been thinking about this, the song Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick, Andy Williams or Johnny Mathis? Andy Williams. Uh, I agree. Um, I do... No I, contest. I like the Johnny Mathis version. It's a little peppier. Yay. But uh, it, it, in, uh, he's a little peppier vocally. I guess so. I'm not oh, a big fan of him, so I understand what I'm saying is for this song, mm-hmm. but I uh, I like Andy Williams for the tradition of his voice, but also the um, the background band arrangement is uh, mm-hmm. a little snazzier. I think I like yeah. it quite a bit. Yeah, it's a little z- you know, zow pow, yeah, bing, bang, bada boom, mm-hmm. <laughs> you so. know, like a Sinatra song or something. Right. I, it's one of those that we grew up with that I still. So it triggers the the happy memories for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, those the Christmas. I don't know. It's, I guess mom would start a few weeks before, maybe three yeah. weeks or so. In, it was in December, but she mm-hmm. she wouldn't do it too early. But think significantly before Christmas, she would start playing some of these records. Yeah. So Barbara Streisand, Carpenters, Andy Williams, mm-hmm. um, Fred Waring, and the Pennsylvania Singers. What, who, who am I leaving out? Yeah, I was uh, trying to Eventually think. John Denver, but that... Jo- yeah, um, John Denver, sure. That was a little later. We right. were a little older kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, then something else. As I, as we mentioned before, the disastrous Star Wars Christmas album. <laughs> Which we're like, okay, well, we, we don't have to hear that again. It's we, fine. We can, That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Put that one in the back. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I, I like, it's not something I consciously play anymore. Oh, Glenn mm-hmm. Campbell. That's who I'm forgetting. Oh, yeah. Glenn Campbell. Campbell yes. Okay. There you go. Very good. It's not something that I have played in the last couple of years. I Since I rediscovered it, right? As mm-hmm. a... What 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 you call it? A download <laughs> to try to get all you know, gather together all copies of all those albums yeah. that we treasured as kids. Yeah. But when it comes on, I I still enjoy it. I was like, yeah, Andy, swing it. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, speaking of me going downtown, walking around to a bunch of different <laughs> shops yesterday uh, in Eugene, um, I was really pleasantly surprised to hear a, a varied mix of Christmas music playing through the 
through the store speakers. It wasn't just the same old Muzak. Um, and so that was that was pretty cool. There were a couple places that had uh, very traditional stuff, and then one place had the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas or Vince Guaraldi Trio yeah. stuff, and um, and one of them was just some kind of smooth jazz, but with a I don't know, it was just a, a pleasant twist on it. It was nothing I'd heard before, yeah. but it was it was nice. So I think people are, are branching out to not necessarily, you know, kind of like you said, there's stuff, yeah. there's, if we go into the future, an infinite supply yeah. of uh, Christmas music. We don't have to necessarily yeah. rely on the baby boomer. Yeah, there really is. If uh, you go... Pieces. The, um, the Spotify playlist, Indie Christmas, I think, is, uh, that's really good. There's a lot of stuff that's a few of the things that I think I've talked about, but uh, a lot of things that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was very gratified to experience that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with Christmas, uh, unless you want to treat yourself to a good show. Um, we do a shout out for uh, Netflix's really excellent uh, new show called The Kaminsky Method. Mm. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, we, we both uh, really like it. I very much um, like it. I think I like it more just because it deals with being old and I feel old sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for, for because us. Because the reviews have been, hey, it's fine. Kind of by the numbers, straightforward. But these guys sure. are okay. Like they're they're good. <laughs> we both agree. Alan Arkin just is hitting it out of the park in this one. Yes. He is fantastic Agreed. in it, and um, they're very idiosyncratic. So I, yeah. I can see people disliking both of those actors. And if you mm-hmm. do, then this is definitely stay away because they are very much themselves. It's uh, it's Michael roles. Douglas and Alan Arkin, sort mm-hmm. of grumpy old men kind <laughs> a of thing. Bit. You know, a little bit. But it's a comedy. With some with some drama and poignant moments mm-hmm. mixed in, certainly. Um, yeah. yeah, I've watched uh, now five episodes and uh, really enjoy it. Excellent. There's a plug. I got one more share. A coworker at uh, Trader Joe's uh, turned me on to this group. He he said, because uh, we were talking about alternative Christmas things, he said, have you ever heard of the Superions? Mm. And <laughs> I said, because I, I probably had mentioned that I... Uh, I like the B-52s and I wasn't yeah. tired of Rock Lobster the way everybody else was. Yeah. He said, he said, did you, have you ever heard the Superions? I said, no, I don't know what that is. He said, well, Fred Schneider has the side project called, called Superions and they did a Christmas album. And I said, oh, that sounds like the best thing I've ever yeah. heard. So, so I went, so I went and listened to it and he, he sort of improv, uh, not improv, but related yeah. a bit of the song here. I think there's several Christmas songs, but this one is called Fruitcake. It's, uh, there is no more emblematic song than this right here. Pecans or walnuts, citrus peel, lots of stuff. Add what you feel, sticks of butter. Artificial color, artificial flavor. If your family don't want it, give it to a neighbor. It's fruitcake. It's fruitcake. What you making? Fruitcake. What you baking? Fruitcake. Candy cherries, red dye number two. Green cherries? Green ones too. It's fruitcake. So 
So there you go. <laughs> oh man, he is—he uh, is just him. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> That's great. I, so yeah, I, I want to. that line when I tell when I tell people about it. Heavy and lead. <laughs> when it hits you in the head. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one to, to finish up with. So, that's, folks, that's a lot of fun. Um, if you, <laughs> in contrast to this dark, moody stuff that yeah. I keep propagating on <laughs> in, in the stream, as it were, uh, <laughs> here's, here's some more fun. Play this yeah. one after the Bad Religion one. <laughs> right. And then you'll have, that's a good time, Christmas. Hey, folks, if you can still concentrate after <laughs> that, once you stop laughing, you can send us an email at bros at it's just called two brothers. Uh, you can also tweet at us at IJC2B. And you blog every day at MarcusHarwell.com. Next week is our <laughs> very special Christmas episode, part three, sort of. Yeah, kind of. It's sort of. It's, yeah, Christmas part three, the holiday special, the holiday uh, TV specials. Can't yeah. wait. Can't hardly wait. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you making fruit cake what you baking fruit cake candy cherries red dye number two green cherries green ones too it's fruit cake in a fruit cake hey fruit cake do the fruit cake don't call me fruit cake